We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on and have a fantastic guest tonight for a lot of my UConn followers. Uh, This is someone you'll be very, very interested to hear from. Uh, Dominic, who is an incoming, uh, he'll be an incoming freshman uh, this coming year, long snapper. Now, I didn't say your last name because I don't want to butcher it. So, Dominic, thank you for uh, joining me tonight. Of course, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's, it's Kanapka. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> it's more like it's like a Polish di- It's like a Polish background. It's really uh, confusing. I understand a lot of people butcher it, so no that, worries, sir. That's why I didn't want to because I had a feeling I was going to butcher it. <laughs> but, but how's how's things going for you? Everything's going great. You know, obviously, I'm very excited to join UConn football and what they have right now with that something special going on with Coach Mora. It's going to be a great experience. And uh, I'm also uh, very excited to uh, get to college and, uh, you know, really just uh, get in my next steps of life, you know, something that's a lot different than from a high school feel, you know. So I'm very excited for that opportunity that Coach Mora has given me to not only academically achieve, but also have the opportunity to play football, too. So. Absolutely. You get, I'm, I'm sure it's a lifelong dream to do something like that. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, ever since I've been a kid, I, my, I've always grown up like I just want to play Division One football or play Division One football. When I was a kid, I was more thinking like, oh, I could be a running back. I could be a quarterback. I could be a wide receiver. But uh, as I got older, I really started to notice that, like, you know, I, I didn't grow as much as I wanted to. So and that's okay, and I was very and I, I was still stuck on that fact of playing Division One football. So I found long snapping, and uh, I really think it's helped me uh, achieve my dream. And uh, I'm I've loved I've loved it ever since. You know, it's it's a it's an art, and that's something that not a lot of people know about. So I'm very excited to uh, tell you more about it right now, but also just to like share what really long snapping is because I feel like a lot of people don't know too much about it, but. Uh, really just uh it's been a great experience so far that's awesome and and i i love hearing you talk about that because a lot of people tend to just think about those those quote-unquote sexy positions like the quarterback and the running back and those and the like and the being a long snapper is obviously an extreme it's an extremely important part of the game and it's one of those jobs where i feel the only time anybody notices you is when you mess up Correct. Yes. Every single time. I mean, as soon as you, as soon as you mess up, like, uh, there was a game, uh, maybe 2017, 2018, Michigan state versus Michigan, Michigan goes to snap the ball (laughs) and the ball hits the right ankle. Oh, it's the snapper's fault. But really, if you would have watched the film, he was 17 yards away instead of 15, which is the regulation. Mm. So, and they just like, Oh, blame it on snapper. It's the snapper's fault. So it's just crazy how like you're only known when you screw up very badly. And that was a very bad experience (laughs) screwing up. So, Absolutely, and that uh, 
this is a great example. And I, actually, my brother was a long snapper in high school too, so I I, I know a little bit of like the the ins and outs of it, and like the, just the stuff right. he, just the stuff he had to do. But I, I, I'd love to hear like the te- the technique or what what goes into that. So with long snapping, it's a uh, it's it's very different. Uh, but at the same time, the way you practice it. It's very similar to like baseball and golf, like a pitcher and with a golf swing. What you do is you could go throw 100 pitches, do 100 golf swings, and it could be a terrible golf swing or a terrible pitch every single time. Okay, and you're never going to grow and get better at a position, just like long snapping. And this, just like it's just like long snapping. So, if you think about it, I have to do a bunch of small drills that honestly that work in a three a three by three space that really helps in tweaks and twist your form to be correct and technically sound that gives you that extra speed and power and velocity for the ball to come back to the punter. So you're not going to spend every single day snapping a ball. You're going to spend a lot of days just doing drills that even involve no ball at all, actually just flexibility and power. And it's just like that when it comes to pitching or golfing, you're not going to go hit a thousand golf balls every single day. There's going to be exercises and, and things you do in between that helps you increase your speed, increase your golf, your, your your distance and your golf swing, just like long snapping. So it really, it's really cool how it's like that. It's one of those specialized positions mm-hmm. and special teams. Absolutely, and and about a month or so ago, I had your your teammate and your fellow long snapper Tommy Zozus on the show. And yep, he's a great guy. I'm so he's a great dude. Yeah, he is. He was an awesome guest, and I loved having him on. And I I just think it's kind of I think it's really cool to have two different long snappers on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and from the same school. Yeah. So right. Tommy's a great guy. He's a transfer from Florida national or Florida. FIU. It's yeah. from FIU. Yep, yep. And, uh, I'm from just the moments I met him. He's a great dude. He, he seems like he really knows his stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what his perspective on long snapping is. Every long snapper has their own little perspective of what they do and what they think is right. So, it's definitely a he's definitely a great guy though overall. That's awesome. It's got to be uh, cool to learn from somebody who's been through the through the ropes a little bit. Right. Well, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, he's going to teach. He's going to help me uh, learn a lot, and uh, and he's only going to be here for one year as he's a graduate mm-hmm. already, transferred in obviously, and uh, uh, I'm going to learn a lot from him uh, so I can have that opportunity. Obviously, there's one in between me and him. His name's uh, Nile. Uh, I cannot say his last name. We just call him Uba, and uh, he's really good as well. So I'm gonna have to compete against him. But uh, they're both great guys. So I'm gonna learn from them both. So that's awesome. Well, let's let's uh, get into a couple more questions. Why? Of course. Why UConn? I mean, there's there's a persona out there, obviously from the past, and it, it, it comes from a lot of people who don't understand you UConn's rich history as a football program, but right. why, why UConn? Well, for starters, I have to go with, um, uh, so there's this, there's this coach, special teams coordinator, coach, uh, Doug Shear, uh, coach Shear is what I call him, obviously. And, uh, he, he really, uh, he came from a school in Ohio, uh, and he was uh, kind of recruiting me there. We had a bunch of like, like a little bit, a couple conversations, and everything, you know, and, uh, I found out that he left, uh, he, he and uh, he went was originally in Miami of Ohio, and once he left, he came to a uh, UConn, which is his alma mater, 
and I hadn't committed to school yet or anything. And he said, Hey, we have a spot open. And I was like, I'd love to come with you. Cause I like this guy very much. And, uh, but besides him, when I even came for the visit, cause I wasn't fully invested until I saw the place. I mean, the place itself is amazing. It's a great campus. I love the feel there. It's one of the top student athlete schools in the country. Uh, and, uh, I understand that, uh, the, their football program has not been the best in the past couple of years, but with Coach Moore coming in, there's been a huge turnaround. There's a huge vibe, different, big, lots of energy, and uh, UConn really cares about their student athletes, and uh, they care about everybody there. Obviously, even their regular uh, student enrolls enrollees, and uh, I would say overall, it's just that 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 feel of like home too. That brotherhood is what Coach Moore would say. Uh, I even noticed like. Uh, there's just a lot of people that came into the school that's new for football and uh, new to the school for football and uh, it already felt like a family and they there's people that have just met each other just a month in advance so I think that's a very uh, helpful thing is having good team chemistry 100% and, and I love hearing you say so many things there because it's it's I've heard so many of those things from other guys in the program that I've talked to. I mean, just right. the the brotherhood aspect and just how cl- how quickly you guys have bonded and come together um, speaks to Coach Mora and his staff of with just oh yeah, without a doubt, just the unbelievable job that they've done and in a short period of time too. Yes, it's crazy uh, what uh, Coach Moore's been able to do. He's not only has he picked up a bunch of kids in the transfer portal, but a bunch of kids that are incoming that were in my class too as well. And Mm -hmm. having a record like last year and even able to do that and create a whole different turnaround energy, that's when you know that the coach is invested into the program and he really believes in uh, each and every single one of the players. And that's something that really helps a program uh, grow from that. So they can just like, you don't have to forget about what happened last year and how the schedule went for us and how we lost a lot of games we shouldn't have lost. But, uh, at the same time, you have to move on and move past that, and it's a new season. Everybody starts fresh. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. I mean, coming from a former coach's perspective myself, I mean, every season's new. You got a new group every year, and I mean, especially right. with with this group with so many new faces, and just a great coaching staff. It it's, it it fires you up. I mean. Those videos that the media team put out for the Husky Revolution videos, I mean, you, you can't fake the enthusiasm and just the the growth that has occurred. I mean, it's it's very apparent. Oh, yeah, it's amazing there and everything. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Coach Moore is very big on his uh, uh, social media presence. He, has a, he himself has a huge uh, Twitter account, and he uses it like crazy, and he believes that that helps fire up just not only the – hype for uh, fans but also the hype for recruits and mm-hmm. uh in today's age social media is everything when it comes to uh branding yourself and uh who you are and uh although i i'm not a huge fan of social media i had to use it for uh uh a long thing for me to get recruited and i think without that twitter account i had i wouldn't be able to spy am so with coach mora Back to what Coach Moore is doing. I mean, he's just—he's really trying to create something there that hasn't been in UConn football in a very long time. So it's—it's it's amazing that he's doing it, though. 
Absolutely. <clears throat> I got to ask you, what, what, uh, and you kind of spoke to this already, but what struck you about the recruiting process at UConn um, compared to some of the other schools that you were considering? I mean, other than that brotherhood feeling, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about, uh, like, I'll talk about it from, like, a campus aspect. I like the campus a lot. Uh, I like how, uh, you know, it's kind of secluded. Uh, it's about 40 minutes away from Hartford and any other main city, and I like that feeling of, like, you're just there, and it's a college campus. Uh, and that's one of the main reasons why I, I, I like UConn, but also the fact that uh, uh, the, the, the football facility there is very underrated. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, not, a lot, not a lot of people know how uh, – much money is in UConn football because they just look at the record and they're like, oh, they must not have good facilities. They must not have this. Like, if you really take about five minutes in their facility, you'll notice that it's just as good as any other Power Five uh, facility that there is out there in the country. So, I wouldn't, I'd be lying to you. I said that didn't attract me because I, right, right. <laughs> it is cool to have a nice facility. So, uh, <clears throat> but uh, just behind that too, just the, the coaching staff a lot. I mean, I like that how all the coaching staffs are all a lot younger, and they can relate uh, to us a lot more on a personal level. And I think if we have those personal relationships, we'll really trust in one another more, and that'll help throughout the season. And obviously, there is some, there's some like Coach Moore. Obviously, I mean, he he's a great. I I really I I respect him so much, and I appreciate him so much. But he's. He, he even tries to relate to us, and that's something that I feel like coaches, head coaches uh, don't do Absolutely. as much. And uh, he really tries to think of us as a, on a personal level instead of as, as a group and as a, as a, oh, I'm your football coach. And I feel like that's something that's uh, really going to help us out uh, this upcoming season. <clears throat> I, I love hearing you say that because I feel like there's so many – I mean, I never coached football. I coach basketball. It's, it's obviously very, very different. But I, just from looking mm-hmm. at the outside from that perspective, a, a lot of, I feel like a lot of programs, it's the position groups in the offensive and defensive side, and the special team side, like they're all their own thing. And mm-hmm. the head coach kind of just like, I guess mediates it per se. Yeah, like manages it. Yes, yeah, I yes, understand what you're yes. saying. There. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it's really really good and nice to hear that that Coach Mora knows all of you guys on a personal level. Yeah, I mean he even when he was recruiting me, I, I he had a whole hour two hour conversation with me at his office, and I mean <clears throat> that's something that I've like never done with any of this during this recruiting process with any of the head coaches. And I could just tell immediately, like he was invested in me, even as a position as long snapping. And that, that just, that really sparked that, Oh, he cares about us. And I think uh, no shame to any coaches out there, but obviously there's a, I think that there's a lot of coaches that don't try to uh, really connect to their players. They only think of them as their football players, not as these are real people and that they have things outside of football that, can be an issue. And I feel like coach Moore really like just in the short conversations I had with him, he'd be a guy that I'd come talk to about anything outside, even outside of football. And that's something that I appreciate about him a lot and his presence of who he is. That's amazing. I mean, I, I yeah. feel, I feel like as a former athlete myself, that that's the type of coach I would want to play for. Yeah. I mean, with, uh, without a doubt, it's just, it's amazing to have someone like that, you know, but 
yeah, that's what what were yeah. what were some of the other uh, other schools you were considering? So uh, long stopping is difficult, and the recruiting process. A lot of schools will talk to you, but not many will offer you. And so, I had other selections. I had uh, Eastern Car- East Carolina. I had uh, Miami, Ohio. Uh, surprisingly enough, Miami, Ohio was my closest school, and that was three hours, three and a half hours away. And other than that, I had no schools near me like Akron or Kent. And it's really weird because I feel like I had that ability to play Akron or Kent, but it's just they already had the guys, so they didn't mm-hmm. need to recruit me. So it's just different. Um, so I'd say Louisville, Marshall, uh, um, when uh, Coach Springer was at Marshall, I was there. It was a great place. Louisville's a great place also. I just didn't like the campus feel that much there. Uh, Miami, Ohio was amazing. I really liked that place a lot. That was definitely my second option. Uh, and then uh, East Carolina, I never visited. But I had a couple conversations with the coach, so that was probably my main schools that I had a uh, looked at for long sapping terms. Well, like you said, I mean it's such a specialized <laughs> position, and I mean if if schools already have somebody at that spot, I mean they're not gonna mm-hmm. they're not gonna recruit you. Right? Yeah. I mean it's it's a lot different from a quarterback because they might have three quarterbacks, but if you're a good quarterback, like a top right quarterback, they're still going to recruit you. It's mm-hmm. not like long, it's like with long snapping, you're like, oh, I already have three guys at long snap. I don't really need a four. So why would I come and not really waste my time, but like talk to someone when I know I'm not even going to have them on the roster. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's definitely helpful. And uh, it, it it's actually nice when a coach does that because then they're not just recruiting you just, because you're a good long snapper, they're recruit- right. only only coaches will recruit you then if they actually need you. Okay, and that's that's really nice. And I think there's a lot of other positions that they'll just recruit you because you're you're a good dude. But hey, we don't need you. But just in case, like right, right, you know. So, what what do, what do you feel like you personally need to to do when it comes to the next next level, like gaining weight, strength, technique? You've kind of talked about a little about that, but mm-hmm. what do you think is going to be something you really need to focus on at the FBS level? Uh, without, I mean, obviously, for starters, uh, high school and any college division is a huge jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, division, division one through Division three. It doesn't matter what you play, what position you play. The tempo is different. So I'm going to have to get Absolutely. used to that tempo without a doubt. And uh, I think that strength, speed, agility, all those things will come with time. Mm-hmm. I have to be patient with those things. I think what I really need to, because I, I will put, I'm going to put effort towards those things, but at the same time, I know that my the school I'm going to, UConn, will get me there to the best of my ability. What I think I need to put in the extra work on my own time with is understanding the tempo, understanding plays, and also uh, another thing is that uh, understanding that college football is a business. And that's something that a lot of players in high school don't really understand when they get into college football, is that everything there is a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially now with the NIL deals, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like Ohio State just announced three days ago that they're paying their athletes to right. get better grades. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you tweeted something about that. Did you? I, I don't know. Yes, I did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's 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 just that's crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna say if I disagree or agree with you, but like, 
I just think that's like so like out of this world. Like five years ago, we would have never even talked about that. Oh, right. So the fact that it's becoming even more and more of a business, I think, is something that really just uh, really it, you have to really like understand and take it in. Like this is like it has those same features as a job. I'm not going to call it a job because I love it. And I mean, and I love doing it. And I don't think it's really a job per se. I think it's more of like, it's, it's, it's a goal and it's a dream. But at the same time, it does have those job qualities when you're doing college football. It's very, you're very busy. You're always thinking about it 24 seven. So it's a lot different from high school in that aspect. And that's something I think I have to get used to. And that I think, once again, it just will come with time. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it shows your intelligence uh, when it comes to you already thinking about that. I mean, for you to say, mm-hmm. for you to say, the weight and the strength and all that'll come because I trust my coaches and they're going to get me to where I need to be. That that exactly. is that's you're already a step ahead as a freshman going into things. So I I, I applaud you for that. Thank you very much. I mean, I I I I uh, would say that. I'm, I trust all my coaches, uh, without a doubt, obviously. There's no, I have no reason not to. And uh, they'll get me to the point where I need to be. And I'm not. And obviously, I'm going to put in the extra work as well. I mean, uh, you can't get anywhere in life with, with people guiding you through things. You have to do things on your own. Absolutely. So, I, so I, I will put in the extra work. But at the same time, I need to trust other people. Uh, and it's not really them taking my hand. It's just them giving me advice. Because I don't have to follow it. But then they can't guarantee that I'll play. Right. <laughs> so great point. <laughs> it's not really taking your. It's not really taking your hand. It's more like you should. You should listen to what I'm saying because right. I've been doing this for 20 years, right. like Coach right. Morris. So right. Well, that, that's a good segue into the next uh, topic. I mean, you've you've spoke amazingly of Coach Mora and mm-hmm. your thoughts on him. But what about also your special teams coordinator? Uh, so Coach Shear, I mean, I love him so much. He's 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 a big portion of why I'm at UConn uh, because I I was close to pl- playing with him back in Miami, Ohio, and uh, I wouldn't say I would, I was like fully ready to play with him there, but I, I was definitely leaning as one of my top schools. And he's he's as he brings energy that someone that that at that position or his coaching position that no one else does. Special teams can be difficult sometimes for. I mean, kicker, punter, long snapper, that's what we do. We've always done that. But I'm talking about these wide receivers that come in, these, these D-backs that come in, and and they're like, oh, I have to play special teams. Okay? It's just like that in high school. And he really brings the energy of, like, this is an important position. Like, you get one shot at this, and we're trusting you guys to, to, compete that, to complete that one shot at the best of your ability. And so I think he really brings in that energy of, like, this – is amazing. This is great. You get your playing time. You get to prove yourself. And that's something that he brings to the table is that really just the energy focus of who he is. And and beyond that, he, he is a very understanding guy. I don't think I've ever heard him yell once yet. And I've been to a few practices. And so uh, other than that, He's a great guy overall, and I'm very happy that he's been recruiting me because he's been recruiting me now for like two and a half years, maybe longer. So he was the first guy recruited that recruited me, so I'm very thankful for that for him, and I appreciate everything he's done for me so far. So obviously you've built a pretty good relationship then over that, that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would consider him a friend. 
I mean, without a doubt. And uh, he's just, he's really someone that you can, once again, he's someone that you can connect to on a personal level. Like, uh, funny story, uh, we were talking about country music the one time, and I'm a big fan of country music, and so is he, and I found out he liked the same artist that I did, and he really, we really engaged in that conversation. It was Cody Jinks, by the way. I don't know if you, if you like to listen to country music, but. My wife does. And, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So, if you know Cody Jinks, I'd be impressed. But anyways, all I'm saying is, is that he really tried to connect with me on a personal level, and that was amazing. And in today's world where college football is a business to find a coach who still wants to connect you to a personal level in this business minded uh, industry right now with NIL coming in. That's mm-hmm. just, that's amazing. Something Absolutely. you don't find. Absolutely. And just a side note I, with this NIL stuff, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I'm not coaching anymore. Cause that's just, like you said, it's a whole nother world of things that you have yeah. to deal with as a coach. So, I'm glad I'm on this side of things than on the, the coaching side of things now. But I understand. It can be difficult as a coach, but I think as a player, NIL, it can be good to an extent. And right, yeah. So that's kind of where it's at right now with that situation. Absolutely. So. I, I'm, I'm for it. I am for it. I, I do think that you guys work your butts off and gals, and you deserve. You deserve uh, the recognition and whatever that leads to. I, I absolutely agree with it. Uh. One thing I really liked hearing you say about special teams is the opportunity to play. And a lot of guys don't think of it that way. They think, oh, I have to play special teams. And it's like, no, you have an opportunity to go out there and make a play. And it, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago where you as a long snapper, the only time anybody really notices you is if you screw up. Well, on special teams, it's kind of the same way. People will notice you if exactly. the guy scores a touchdown. <laughs> So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, each 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 position, every position on special teams is super super important. And yeah, you only get one shot. It's it's way beyond long snapping too. Mm-hmm. So 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 obviously your focus is long snapping, and you don't anticipate playing on offense or anything. Um, going into the start, yeah, I don't I don't anticipate me playing any other position and. I'm really okay with that because I love long snapping. But at the same time, if one of my coaches says, hey, you need to play scout team defense today. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need to do this today. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, no, I'm not a long snapper. No, I'm here to play football. I will play any position you need to play. And But at the same time, I need to, I need to assume my role and understand that they recruited me as a long snapper. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would love to play another position if I was given that opportunity. But, you know, so I... I, I'm already very appreciative of what they're doing. They're giving me this opportunity long snap there. But if they but if they are giving me the opportunity to play other positions, like linebacker, D-line, because I played those positions in high school, okay. center, that would be tough. I'm not the biggest dude for that. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, focus on the job I was given. Mm-hmm. And if I get more opportunities, then I take advantage of those. Absolutely. So. That's a great mindset to have. And I was going to ask you what what other positions you played in high school. So, so I played uh, I played D line. So I played defensive end. Uh, like I played uh, I played a stand up DN like earlier too in my career, and uh, I played offensive line. I played center because of just my aggression. That's the reason why they put me there. And well, since I can long snap, oh, he could probably play center too. Right. So that's kind of where they thought me at in that position. So, uh, yeah, uh, 
I actually, uh, I, I ended up playing uh, uh, four years varsity for uh, my school. So that was, that was definitely something that was really cool. That's something that not a lot of long trappers can do either. And not to brag about myself, I'm just saying, like, that's something that not a lot of long snipers do. So I was very appreciative of that with my coaches. And I think that's something that I can offer with UConn. That's awesome. So <clears throat> you're from Ohio, of course, and it's, yes. it's like it's a it's not terribly far from Connecticut. I mean, it's a longer car ride. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> a, it, it, it's, like, it's a nine and a half hour car drive, and it's like okay. a hour and forty five minute flight to okay. Hartford. Do do you do you oh. have like friends and family in the area, or uh, is it just going to kind of be you out there? <laughs> It's, it's almost it's almost only me. I have one friend that uh, went to my school last year who's really more than a friend. She, she's actually one of my best friends, family friend even. And uh, she goes to Long Island, and she's in uh, – she does music theater there. So that will be about a three-hour drive, and that will be the closest person to me. Other than that, it is really all by myself. Okay. So it's going to be a, a different experience, for for sure. I'm going to meet a lot of new people, and and that's a great thing. That's what you do. That's what college is for. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm excited to meet uh, new friends, see new experiences, everything. But at the same time, I would be, I am a little sad that I'm leaving behind a lot of important things in my life, and uh, it really does upset me that I am uh, leaving my hometown because this is this is something that I've been with for. 18 years and uh i haven't moved once i've I've lived here my whole life pretty much so it's uh it's gonna be a different experience (laughs) that's awesome uh obviously we've we've kind of talked about this a lot but there's an entire basically an entirely new team new coaches new philosophies and right there's a handful of key veterans back um Obviously, you're excited to be with those guys and everything, and of course. be with the new culture and everything. But can you speak a little bit more to that? I think what's great uh, about that is being a part of this new rebuild. Uh, is that what I'm excited for? Is uh, that everybody's no matter how long you've been in UConn, or if you're coming in brand new, everybody's coming into a new atmosphere, a new everything, and that really can help you turn a football program around. And I'm very excited mm-hmm. to be a part of that. And uh, it's going to be a great experience overall. And uh, I, I had a train of thought. Pretty much uh, what's nice about coming into this new coaching staff and everything with new guys coming in is that everybody's going to be, everybody is going to meet someone new here. So I really, uh, I really am excited to be a part of that new beginnings. Uh, although it's very different from what I'm, from what I'm used to. I'm used to playing with my football friends, my seniors for 18 years. So I'm very excited for that, that fresh start that everybody has here. No matter where you were before, you could be at UConn for three years. You could be at UConn for five years. It's a, everybody has a fresh start. So, absolutely. What what a what does a summer training regimen look like for a long snapper? So, you, so when you're a long snapper and a walk-on, uh, 
you get treated just like anybody else. You still have the same workouts. You still go to practice. Same everything. Uh, now, sometimes there's a lot of standing around because you don't punt every four down. You don't. You only mm-hmm. punt every four downs. That's it. Or you only kick a field goal when you get a field goal range. So, other than that, uh, you, you work out with everybody. You uh, you you. You have the team dinners, team meals, and everybody. You get your recovery. You get all the access that everybody else does. And so with that summer pr- schedule, it's really the same thing. And uh, that's something that I'm excited for because I've always wanted to, as a kid, be like, go through that whole process that every D1 athlete does. Mm-hmm. So same treatment, though. <clears throat> what what are what are your goals heading into your freshman year? Uh I actually have personal goals and I have team goals, which I know it's crazy saying, oh, long term team goals. Yeah, I have team goals and I have also personal goals. My personal goals is that I I personally I wanna I wanna get acclimated to this program as quickly as possible. And as efficiently as possible too. I wanna I wanna make a difference early on. And I know being a long snapper is going to be difficult based off my position to make a difference, but that hasn't stopped me yet. And so I'm a, I want to make a difference in this football program, no matter how big or small it is. And that's one of my goals. And another goal is that I want to, I want to really uh, meet new friendships and connect with this football team, just like what everybody else is doing there. I want to be a part of that experience. Uh, because life after football uh, is a lot different during it, and I want to keep people that I meet in football college football that I can bring with me outside of football. So, uh, and as a team goal, I think personally that we should, uh, I think we really should focus on not, uh, not the bigger picture of, Oh, we need to win this many games. Like we just need to take every single play inch by inch and really just understand and assume, not really assume our roles, but, uh, understand what we have to do and what each individual has to do. And uh, beyond that, uh, execute it to the best of our abilities. Uh, something that my dad always said is that to be the, to be elite is to be the best version of yourself. That's what everybody on this mm-hmm. team should do. Long snap, quarterback, defense back, any position. And I think if we take the game of football inch by inch and get a little bit of improvement every single day, we'll have a very successful season. I couldn't agree more with you, and you guys are well on your way. I mean, it's it's a it's very apparent, and I, I I watched every second of UConn football last year, and I mean, I'd be lying if I said it was not di- difficult to watch at times. But I yeah, I understand it was difficult to watch. It's but, okay. Everybody understands. Everybody knows that, right? But like just just looking at things and kind of having a little bit a little bit of inside insight into it just from what's going on it, it is just night and day i mean it is amazing to watch absolutely and, and i know a lot of people i come into contact with especially out here where i live in illinois they're kind of like oh uconn football uh, the, like it, it, but i tell them now i'm like you this is this is different now it is it's a different program and it's a completely different uh leadership and what's going on and there's something special going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely something special going on there. I mean, uh, I, I can only relate it to what I know, but my high school football team, I mean, I, uh, two, 
uh, three years ago, we had a, we had a very uh, a tough season. We went four and six, uh, and uh, the really the energy wasn't as uh, great as, as uh, great as it was this year. When we went eleven and two, went very far in the playoffs, and uh, had a very uh, I had a very great time uh, playing with my seniors and uh, my friends and everything. And I can really relate that to being the same as uh, what it's like at UConn here. I mean, everybody's excited to win. Everybody's excited to play. So it's going to be a great overall experience uh, on that level. And uh, I think, really, if everybody has uh, high energy and high hopes, uh, that it'll uh, really execute and play out uh, on the football field very well. That's beautiful to hear. And before we can conclude, uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, there's nothing else I'd like to add. All right, all right. Well, Again, thank you so much for coming on, and I, I I'll be cheering for you guys all year. I I obviously have a partnership with Sidelines Connecticut, and I post and talk about UConn daily and on my show weekly. And I plan on going to the Michigan game, the Ball State game, and I really would love to have an opportunity to come out to a game in Connecticut this year, just to be around everybody. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining the show tonight. Actually, just something to add. Uh, I I want to thank you for uh, letting me have this opportunity to be on the show. Not a lot of people look towards a long snapper for this stuff, so I really appreciate that, and I'm I'm very excited for our uh, season ahead. And I hope that I will see you at the games uh, at, at any if you will ever make make it to one. I hope you will. And uh, I uh, wanted to thank uh, Coach Moore and Coach Shear for giving me this opportunity one more time. It's been it's been a great ride so far, and I'm excited to uh, keep going with them with this uh, process. Absolutely, you're in good hands from from everything I'm seeing and hearing. So, again, thank you so much for joining tonight, everybody who listens. Thank you. Uh, feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B Will. You can also follow, follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Also, give our, give my friend at uh, Sidelines UConn a follow at SSN underscore UConn. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a good night. God bless.